0: Hello and welcome to Equine Voices podcast. My name is Ronnie, an intuitive equine communicator. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Welcome to Equine Voices, an interview with Kathy. Kathy will shortly be on and she's going to introduce herself and explain what it is she does and how she works. So Kathy Price, when you're ready.
1: Thank you so much, and thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to this. Yes, so start at the very beginning. My name's Cathy Price. I live in the hills of West Wales, Mid Wales, just beside the Cambrian Hills. I've got two grown children, a grandson. I've been livestock farming for 30-odd years, Been living in this wonderful place. The reason I'm here with Ronnie today is because I do an energy modality which I call point of balance and I'm here really to talk about that thanks to Ronnie's kind invitation. So I'll go back a bit first and say where I come from and how I got here. I grew up in London in Wembley, not far from Wembley Stadium. Apparently from the moment I could speak all I ever wanted was a horse Now, we were in suburban Wembley. Mum and dad didn't know one end of a horse from another. So quite where that came from, we're not sure. Apparently, dad's uncle back in Poland, because dad was first generation Pole, he was mad on horses. So we have two theories, actually, as to why I like horses. One is that I'm a throwback to my uncle. And the other one, well, my great uncle, in fact, the, the other one which my mother prefers is apparently when I was tiny, sort of about two We were on Paynton Beach down in Devon and I was on a donkey and I fell off a donkey and my mum swears I hit my head and that was that. So it's nature or not nurtured, whichever way you want. So I I always forgot to ask my mum exactly how did I come to fall off that donkey? But anyway, here I am, horse mad, always have been. All I ever wanted was a horse. All I ever read about was a horse. I think I was the age of 10 when I started riding. Dad, God bless him gave up his Saturday afternoons to take me to a local riding stable in Stanmore, Suzanne's, which I don't think is no longer there, and I'll always remember my first ride was on a horse called Willem. Anyway, bless Dad, he didn't have much free time and so one day he sort of turned to me in the car and said, Tinka darling, he said, can you not take up another sport like running? Because it was just so time consuming and quite expensive. And I just looked blankly at him and sort of said, No, so anyway, my horse passion continued all the way through my school years, and I had more lessons. We managed to work that out a bit better with a friend of mine. And I used to spend every summer down in Wales in because that's when I was living in London with my grandmother and my aunts, and I'd work on stables and I'd go out to farms and ride horses, so that's sort of where I got my experience. I didn't really get my first horse until I was 32. I had my two kids. They were two and three. I'd married my husband. We were livestock farming and fair play. He bought me a horse and she was called Midnight Maiden. And she was across Cleveland Bay called the Thoroughbred. However, the Thoroughbred was quite well hidden. The Cleveland Bay was very prominent. And Cleveland Bays have in their breed standard the word intractable i.e. stubborn is actually written <laughs> in their breed standard. And she was quite true to type, I have to say. And she obviously came to me for a reason because she she just sort of said, no, unless you ask me in the correct manner, I'm not going to do anything. And we had many a frustration between us. But it led me to go looking for different things to do. You know, to try with her. I tried Western and all sorts and none of it. I found Pirelli, which I found really helpful. And I did the two levels while I was working on to the second level. And then a friend of mine who'd recently moved said back at her old place, they were holding a clinic with a clinician who'd come over from, he'd come over from America. He was Australian and his name was Len Judd. Never heard of him. And this was the first time that I took Midnight away anywhere. And it was the most perfect place. It was uh, their own property, and there was no phone signal. So nobody could ring me up asking what injection a certain county did or anything like that. I And it was the most perfect weather as well. But that's when the weird stuff happened. So to begin with, let me just say that also I'm a scientist by training. So I did science A levels, I did a science degree in zoology. And I've always been, unless you can measure it, replicate it and explain it, please don't bother me because I wasn't going to go there. I had no interest. And that's the, you know my mindset. However, I went to this horse clinic and I do not know what happened. The way I describe it is a spiritual experience because... The way that Len worked with the horses, I think it's much more prevalent now. It was very energetic in the sense he was feeling what the horses were feeling and he'd tell us about, you know, they want this or they want that. And we were all sat there sort of completely, we don't understand what's going on at all because it wasn't about lift the rein or move the leg. It was all this energetic stuff. And in fact, it started the very first moment I got to the property because I went to the house and Len's then wife, Nina, answered the door and she was still a you know, six foot tall striking lady dark skin beautiful black hair and she went oh my god we I know you I've seen you before and I thought no you don't I'd reckon you know I sort of remember somebody like you and she was like Len Len come here we've met her before haven't we and I said no I haven't I haven't honestly but that was the start of the weirdness so all through the weekend, it was about, I was bawling my eyes out most of the time in that sense of complete wonder and not quite sure what the hell was going on. I came back on the you know, Sunday night and I was, I, I had no idea. My brain had sort of reconfigured and I was in one way lost. I just didn't know what was going on, but in another way, intrigued and excited And one of the things Len had said, I mean, we had many conversations where I kept, what are you doing to me? I don't understand. But he (laughs) said to me one day, he said, uh, you know, during the clinic, he said, and now the dreams will start. And I thought, OK, right. Fair enough. And so I came back home on the Sunday night and on the Wednesday night. I had this such a vivid dream about Len and Nina and the family. The first part was Nina and I. Walking collecting lavender. The second part were we were in a, a cafe, and there were Len and Nina, and they were four children, three boys and a girl, and they had a sort of a far eastern feel to them. Now, Len and Nina had made a joke that they only had two boys, the you know, that was that. I was so intrigued. This was so clear, this dream that I rang. They were still down in Wales and where the clinic was held. And so I rang them up and I didn't lead them at all. I said to Nina, does lavender have any significance to you? And she went, yeah. She said, it's my favourite scent. And I literally have been out buying some today. And so that was when my hackles started rising. It's like, oh my god, okay. So I said, well, that was my dream that I was picking lavender with you. She said, yeah, that makes sense because they were far more into this than I was. And then I said, okay. Then we were having dinner, and there were four children, three boys and a girl, and they were like they're Far Eastern. And she went, well, yeah, I was previously married and I had two boys there, so I have got three boys and a girl. And she said, my family comes from Indonesia. And so, oh, oh, I honestly thought she was Hispanic or Mexican because she was, you know, they lived in California and she was that beautiful, tall, striking color and dark hair. And so anyway, that was just one of the many weird things. And looking back, I don't know, was it an opening up to a different energy? Who knows? But because of that experience, I then went searching for so much stuff. And one day, which was quite soon after getting back, I was in the local bookshop browsing all of the spirituality and self-help books and things like that. And I picked a book up on Reiki, which I had no idea what it was. Okay, I just didn't know. And it fell open, haha, on a page that described what can happen when you have the attunement of Reiki. And basically everything they described about the the wonderful feelings and, the you know, the, uh, all of the energetic stuff they said could happen after an attunement was what had happened to me over that weekend with Len and Nina. So I just wanted more complete self-interest. I thought, okay, I'll just try and find a, a Reiki master and, and start doing Reiki. As I said, knowing nothing, I read up about it then. I found somebody local. I did level one and had some quite interesting things happening during the attunement. And then I began using Reiki and really, really enjoyed it. And then I subsequently did level two and three and became Reiki master. But I never actually taught anyone to use Reiki I'd use it and I at the time I was doing a job which I actually still do uh, <laughs> another little job which is go to farmers to teach them how to use IT at a very basic level and I'd go on farm and I'd tell them I do this stuff called Reiki and the number of farmers that go oh Julie, now look I've, I've got a bad shoulder do you think you're gonna have that and so I used to just I'd tell anyone, I didn't give a toss, you know, and I'd work with anyone. (laughs) And I had some great, you know, great experiences. But I suppose then, (laughs) if I'm truthful, I got lazy, because Reiki has symbols, and there's words. And I totally accepted all of that. But I kept thinking, oh, isn't there another way? Isn't there? And the search kept going. I was reading books then, Non stop on spirituality, on consciousness, on quantum physics, anything I could lay my hands on. I mean, I should have owned Amazon by the time I'd finished. And I just kept plowing through. And then I did another modality called Quantum Touch. That was amazing. I really enjoyed that one. But the thing that got me, and it may have been the way that the uh, instructor, the person teacher sort of said it was that, oh, you've done level one now. Now, when you get to level two, you w- almost, she sort of said, you won't need level one and and I thought oh I want the good stuff first and I know obviously you've got to go through a process but it just stuck in my brain I thought nah, okay and so I went searching again and then I found something called Reconnective Healing and that has been the basis of my work that's that's been the thing that really led me into where I wanted to be because it has no structure it there's no ritual in it at all once you've trained in it inverted commas which you know took two or three sessions over weekends and things like that but once you've done the different levels that's it it's finished go do the work and you don't I always say you don't have to be wearing your purple knickers when you go and do the to work with someone because as as we were told there that if you haven't got your purple knickers on you can't go and do it so I just loved it that there was absolutely no ritual you, you just be and you just do and you pass stuff on. So I, I practiced that for, oh goodness, I know, seven or eight years. And I did every level that you could do. I became a certified practitioner. And, you know, I went back then and I think it was about 2015. They, they said that everybody had to go back to be re-registered. You had to attend a sort of refresher course, which I could see in one way. But there was one part of it that I really disagreed with the way they did it. And it made sure that, no, you're no good right now. You've got to go and recertify and this, that and the other. And I was mm-hmm. just, it didn't fit with me. And so what I did was think, OK, I'm not going to label myself as a practitioner of anything. I feel that I'm OK enough in myself. I'm going to be me, Cathy Price. And so that's when I switched to calling my work point of balance, which I'll sort of delve into in a minute. And I'm Kathy Price and I'm, I'm the sum of everything that I've done. You know, farmer's wife, scientist, total sceptic, plus all the modalities, plus the horses. And this is me. And so I was sort of, I can't remember how or where point of balance actually came to me. But it was the, the sort of thoughts behind it is that when the system is in balance on, at every level, you know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, that's the optimum place to be. That's when it's the, the, it can heal itself, but it's also healthy. You've got all the potential. The system can grow. And, you know, I'm talking whether it's a plant, an animal or, or a person Though that applies to everything. So that's what my work became, point of balance. That's my sort of working thesis behind it is that systems want to be in balance. If you think of the biological system with a homeostasis where your temperature is controlled, we either shiver or we sweat, sugar levels are controlled. Everything is about maintaining everything at the optimum level for that system, whatever it might be. So that's where my sort of point of balance, the name of my work came from and where I stepped into about five or six years ago now. Since then, it's been, <laughs> it's been a mad journey again. It's evolved. <laughs> it, it has. I mean, totally. When I started doing it, distance work was sort of too much for my brain to take on. It, you know, if I was in person with a horse or a person or a dog, I could cope with that, you know, having done the Reiki and everything. And I'd been taught about distance work. You know, it wasn't sort of though I hadn't met it, but there was something in me that was going, no, 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 no. And I maybe worked with a few people, but slowly my work began to, like you said, Ronnie, evolve. And more and more distance work became available. And I started to work distance a lot. And the results were, you know, exactly the same, that people would feel stuff or the horses would do stuff and then change would happen. And that's when I really stepped into sort of what what I do now and the explanation that I sort of put in my own brain on how it actually works. So point of balance, there are two parts to it. I do sessions, which are... People get in touch with me, and these can be in person or distance, and it may be themselves or it may be their horse, and I work with them. So let's talk distance at the moment because that's all there is. So we have sessions, and that's very freeform. And the idea behind it is that I'm introducing not en- well, yes, I'm introducing energy and frequencies to the other system I'm working with for it to find its way back to balance. OK, and I have to make a very clear distinction here. I am not a healer. For me, the only thing that is the healer is the system you're working with. And I don't care whether you're looking at allopathic medicine, you know, modern medicine, compl- I can't, <laughs> <It's> complementary, complementary. <laughs> complementary medicine, it doesn't matter because we know with modern medicine, there is no guarantee And that one tablet will not cure everybody. So everybody's headache, you know, you haven't got one particular active ingredient that will help everybody. And the reason being we're all different. And I believe it's the same with complementary medicine. What I do might be appropriate to somebody, but somebody else may do Reiki or Qigong or, you know, acupuncture, acupressure, whatever, that everything has its place and everything has its meaning. So for me, it shows that the only healer is the actual system. Because you can put whatever you like in it, but you cannot guarantee that's going to work. But when the system gets the right information, whether it's a medicine, you know, a procedure, complementary medicine, uh, alternative, whatever, then it can move. But nobody can make that system move. So that's the way I look at it is that the The system I work with is the healer. My job is to facilitate the actual system, finding its way back to balance, reminding it where balance is. And sort of an analogy I use is that I can open the door to show the system where balance lies, but it's not my job to open the door with my left hand and push them through with the right. (laughs) That's not, it's not how it works. They've got to step through freely. And so... That's the sort of the theory, the working practice behind it. And it's exactly the same whether I'm working with a person or a dog or a horse. The common questions I get asked is, do you have to believe in it? No, because a horse has no idea what I'm doing. You know, it's not as though they have to go, oh, right, she's trained for so many years now. She's going to come and work energetically. And um, therefore, I have a chance that I might get better. They just pick up what I'm doing. And if it's appropriate, they shift. So the belief aspect doesn't have to be there. I will say that if somebody is completely attached to their illness and this again, no judgment, then it might not work for that reason, because the brain is having the effect. You know, the thought is having the effect on the body and they won't accept and they won't move. And I can't do anything about that. That's not a a thing. But If somebody doesn't just think, oh, God's sake, there's some woman going to do some woo-woo on me, but they're quite open to just sitting still in a chair for half an hour, absolutely perfect. You know, I love working with sceptics, actually. I absolutely (laughs) love it because it's when something happens, they go, oh, hello, didn't expect that. And the other thing is that with people in particular, they can ask to come and have a session with me. And they may have a particular reason for coming to me. But because this is, I I prefer to know nothing about the horse or the person because then this doesn't get in the way. I think I've trained myself well enough now. It doesn't matter if I had a full medical history. I always come from the point of I know nothing because I don't. I don't know what that system has been through. I don't know what all of the emotional aspects have been. I don't know you know did they tweak themselves in the field like a horse and then they're holding on to it or whatever I have no idea so I when I I've lost the train of thought then but where where I work is that that they somebody can come to me with a particular problem and when they have the session that problem might have solved itself resolved itself and something else that they'd forgotten about And I've had this a few times where I'd worked in person in particular. There was a gentleman came to, I've got a holiday bungalow on the farm. And quite often people who come there have sessions. And this was a gentler friend. They'd been a few times and I knew them well. And he walked in and he was staggering. His back was so bad. I didn't know anything until they got there. and It was like, right, okay, you know, let's just give you a session as soon as possible. And he lay absolutely still on his bed. I mean, he did not move a muscle. And then towards the end of the session, I saw his nose twitching a bit, and that was it. And this was, you know, one of the remarkable sessions because he literally got up and the pain had gone, and he'd been for scans and MRIs and you know, had been in a lot of pain, but something obviously shifted. And I said to him, and he he was amazed that he'd managed to lie still that long, because normally with the pain in his back, he he had to be moving. He couldn't sit for long. He couldn't lie for long. He couldn't stand for long, but he just lay. You know, he's like he's not moving at all. And I said to him, "I said Tom, you know, the last thing I the only thing I saw move was your nose," and he sort of took this big deep breath in, and he said, "Yeah, I've had sinus problems for a couple of years, and that appears to have shifted because he could suddenly breathe clearly." So again, everything that happens in that respect for me is the universe chucking something at me and going, there you go, just take note, because it <laughs> knows I'm such a sceptic. It really yeah. does. So, yeah, and then with the horses, it's exactly the same sort of thing. I mean, I've worked obviously a lot in, in with them, you know, not distance. <laughs> so you go into a horse and sometimes they will – react quite strongly. I don't touch, I don't put hands on. I stand sometimes four or six feet away and literally just have my hands sort of hanging almost at my side. Sometimes I move around because you can feel different things, but I don't zone in on them. And the reason I don't zone in, this was something I was taught in one of the one of the modalities, is that I used to use a pendulum when I did Reiki and I'd scan people. I thought it it was great fun. (laughs) And I can remember that I picked stuff up that they didn't know they'd hurt themselves. One was a farmer. And as I was scanning down his arm, the pendulum started going. And I said, is there probably said no, there's nothing. I thought, fair enough. Anyway, I did the Reiki session. And the next morning, I had a message from his wife saying, Kathy, you're a witch. When he went to bed that night, he took his jumper off. And there was a big bruise just starting to fall. And when he saw that, he remembered that he'd actually banged himself, you know, yeah <laughs> through the course of i think a rheumatism or something i can't remember but anyway so but the way that other way of looking at it is when i pick that change of energy up does it mean that change of energy shouldn't be there and the, the way to look at it is that say you twist your knee and your knee swells up if you look at it in its purest form your body has done that to stabilize that joint so it, you can't move it and you can't twist it and it's bringing more blood and lymph and everything to the area to help it heal so is it right to try and move that away and I'm this is what I say now I'm completely open I don't know so I don't go scanning now I know the system knows what it needs to do I trust in that so when I work with a horse I might walk in and I just stand in the corner and some horses react quite strongly to the frequencies in that they will lick and chew and yawn and stretch and I mean some of them do amazing stretches it's so cool to watch others there was one in particular that I went to see local to me and she said that the horse was completely ridden with anxiety it was in a big American barn and anytime another horse went out it would be circling in its box and it just would not relax, and they hadn't seen it sleep or anything. So I went in there. I it was like I didn't exist. I mean, I nearly got wiped out a number of times because other horses were moving around. This horse was going around the box like it was going out of fashion. And I remember walking away and went, "Yeah, well, that worked well, didn't it?" But then I had a phone call the next day to say they found him fast asleep overnight, and he changed. He'd you know the, he'd released the anxiety. So again, for me, that was a a good okay don't think you know everything if they reacted like that doesn't mean to say that the frequencies the energy haven't done their work mm. and so you know <laughs> I I sort of I know that everything that happens to me every session I learn something I feel it's all to take it up there and just you know shut this allow up it. and just get on with it
0: yeah say say again to to allow it so it's it's um having expectations and an outcome yeah. is the hardest thing to let go of yeah because that blocks what's flowing as well like a block and yeah that is one of the hardest uh, i think especially when you're first doing things because you want it to work and you yes. <laughs> and it's not always about proving to somebody oh look at me look what i can do it's because you actually want to visually know that you're doing what you should be doing yeah. So your, your the, the feedback sometimes, but I found letting go of that expectation is yeah, it's one of the biggest things and then it then it, it's easier to flow. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, it's not being attached, absolutely. Yeah. That's fascinating. So when you had so the people when you had midnight and you went to this clinic, do you still mm-hmm. do you still um, keep in touch with them? Yes, yes. I'm in touch yeah. with Len and Nina.
1: I mean it's sporadic but I actually saw a post about Len the other day and I can't remember anybody. I must. Have, oh, there were a few people that were on the clinic that I, you know, but I always, that I'm still in touch with, but for sort of Len and Nina, I always, you know, say to them, you know, thank you because it was because of you and because of what happened at that
0: clinic that I'm on this path now, which so is one that you- I
1: would never have thought of. <laughs>
0: So did you, did you know that they do Reiki? So you didn't go in with that, but it was their, was it their energy? So when it's you their energy, it, it was, it, they didn't
1: do Reiki or anything. I mean, they were martial artists, energy. but yeah. it was, it was their whole, you know, so at the next. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I need say that, yeah, I mean, oh goodness. did Yes. I mean, something happened. It was the whole yeah. environment. And I think the whole weekend where I was just still and quiet and I didn't have to run around farming or looking after kids. <laughs> so it just puts you in a different mindset. But then, because he did a demonstration on the Friday night, the clinic was on the Saturday and Sunday. And you know the friend that I went down with, we were sat there and we didn't know what the hell was going on because he was talking all about energy. And it was our first real introduction to that, you know, intensity.
0: Terminology.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he'd say, oh, the horse is picking up this and that and whatever. And we'd be going, oh, my God. (laughs) And then we went to the actual, you know, the actual clinic the next day. And the pair of us were actually shaking. We were physically shaking as we were going there because we did not know what the hell we were letting ourselves in for. As it turned out, best experience of my life. But we weren't quite sure as we were going there. So, yeah, I mean,
0: um, that was that was the sort of very start of it. But perhaps. they, so the work that you do, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there and this oh, came yeah, through no, as no, you no. were talking, but the work that you're doing, perhaps that's what came through them to you. So so that connected your, yeah, perhaps that, that's what happened to you. You had a clearing from their energy and it got to where it needed to to, to be a catalyst for what's going on now. Oh, totally. Um, I think you're absolutely on it there. Yeah. It,
1: because it removed the brain fog, if you like. Yeah. For me, I began to see reality as it really was. You know, my scientific brain up to that moment had thought it knew what was going on. <laughs> and, you know, if, if, you, if you give me something that I don't understand, we'll just go away. Thank you very much. Whereas I stepped into a different place where it was, okay, just bring it on. Every weirdness that yeah. you can throw at me, I want to know about now because I know it's true. You know, and I, I had so many weird experiences in those years soon after that through the stuff that I was studying, just reading books and practicing mm. and on everyone that I had, I just say, uh, you know, it was like the universe going, okay, now you've experienced that, move on. But it was yeah. almost like sat around the face, look, yeah, that's true. That actually happens. Now move mm. on. Now move on. So yeah, that was
0: the, <laughs> that was Amazing. a pivotal moment without a doubt. But if you think about it, Kathy, because of your background, because you are scientific. So when you talk to people now, you because sometimes you can commit this and if if that's all you believe and you put it in a certain uh, terminology, people go, now, that's not that's not my sort of thing. But where you come from, and I have friends that do, you know, work in a similar way. Uh, they they can explain, this is how it works. This is energy. And I can explain it in a scientific mm. form or yeah. a spiritual form or a new age form, however you want to describe it. Yeah. And um, in the people that attracted certain modules will go to that explanation. They will they will be attracted to that explanation. And they'll go, yeah, I can take that, but I can't take that one. So because of your background, you have got a wider audience that you you can connect to yes i think i think it's true and
1: i think the fact that i am a skeptic that i won't dive in that yes. somebody says something however wonderful it might seem i'm immediately okay really right okay let me just ponder on that one a minute thank you very much but yeah i think you're right that the uh, i have this want for the scientific explanation and when i started i think it was in reconnective healing i was given a really good sentence because I could not actually explain it then, you know, I had no idea how to start explaining scientifically, even though they were doing scientific experiments. They were working on DNA and they were checking what happens to practitioners when they work on all sorts. So there was a lot of science going on in the background, but I hadn't got it and I didn't know it. And there was a lady called Helen Parsons and she said to me, let your experience be your truth. And I thought, thank you, because If I step into that, all of this amazing stuff that's happened to me, I know it has happened. I haven't imagined it. I've worked physically to that point. You know, it's been a a physical thing to get there, even though it's an energetic modality. You know, I've I've been through a process. I've seen what happens. I've seen horses change. I've seen people change. And I'm not touching them or anything. It's, It's working in the field. And so my experience is my truth. And I'm quite happy with that now. You know, I just sit with that. And I don't, I'm never trying to persuade people to believe me Mm -hmm. because everybody has their own experience. And I just say what I feel and what I I think, you know, in the terms of explanation. And if it fits with people, fantastic. If it doesn't, that's absolutely fantastic as well, because I know where I've come from, Mm -hmm. that if someone has sat preaching at me, when i wasn't ready to listen and i'm also not attached to the information i've got because tomorrow i might learn something completely different you know another piece of e- uh, in evidence or information that actually fits better than the, where i am now yeah so i'm quite happy to say oh hello that's different yeah you know i'm sure you've had that experience that when you hear something that's true you actually get a physical reaction you know the prickles down the back of the neck yeah, and the head standing on end and I mean I'll go the whole hog sometimes and literally burst out crying because it's just so oh my god there's the truth <laughs> and so you know that obviously makes a difference but it's when I hear you know different uh, terminology or different explanation I mean what I'll get onto now is the science that I see behind it is a Nassim Haramine who I only discovered about a month ago, who's a scientist in 2012, came with the terminology of the unified vacuum field. What he says to me makes so much sense. And nobody's disproved it yet. I mean, he says that because he's put a new theory through, there's obviously going to be naysayers. And he told a lovely story, which I've never heard before, about when the Wright brothers first flew an aeroplane. There were physicists writing papers for several years afterwards saying that was not physically possible, even though they'd done it, and that it was all a hoax. I, and I mean, another example is Bruce Lipton, when he discovered the science of epigenetics in the 1970s. And when he presented what he'd found to you know, his compatriots and his peers, he was called a heretic. Because he was saying that the DNA was not the controlling mechanism. You know, the dogma was the, the genetic determinism. If you had that gene, you were going to have whatever that gene told it, you know, uh, coded for. But of course, we now know that we have gene expression. And that is, is affected by the epigenetics, the effect of the environment on the expression of the gene. And now that is taught in schools at A-level it's taken 40 years, but it's got that. (laughs) So, you know, it's a fact that new ideas are very often shunned when they go against an old paradigm. Mm. But, but, you know, I, I, I try and be really open and say, okay, when the new stuff comes, I'm listening. And we'll see where it goes from that. But uh, yeah, Yeah. so yeah, that's, that's the sort of the my mindset as far
0: as that's concerned. I'm just smiling because I can hear the sheep barring oh, in the background yes. <laughs> I
1: can hear, hear this little there's quite a bit it's gone a bit dark now I mean how I get any work done because I've got a window <laughs> that looks straight out into the hills and they're all in the field behind the house and they get up to such antics oh. especially if there's a bit of a bank here but opposite the window <laughs> and I'm just sat there watching them
0: for hours <laughs> I not get anything done I can, I can it's just say it's not it's not you know it's not annoying I'm just <laughs> I'm just smiling because I can hear the little little bar but I found that when you talked about Reiki so I've actually done my uh, Reiki master oh mm-hmm. many years ago, but, but I didn't do it to be a Reiki master. I just do, did it because I did the first one and I decided that I wanted to open up more. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to do it. So I did my first degree Reiki mm-hmm. and I found that fascinating because I had more experience with practicing on friends and I had a, a friend's husband. I said, oh, can I practice on you? And he said, and he was a bit of a skeptic and they were a lovely couple anyway he says I said just lie down on the floor I'm going to do a scan anyway he was going I can feel things I was going where can you feel things because I don't want to say oh yeah yeah and his wife was laughing she was on the sofa laughing her head off and he's and she said can you feel things he went yes I'm not sure about this but it was it was lovely because you could definitely from from not feeling to to that it was it was yeah. very definite I did my second degree. And, and again, that was okay. And then I did those two with the same lady, a lady called Susanna Bellini. I think it was from York. Then I did my my master's and it was with a couple. And there was two lovely ladies from, I think they were from Wales. And they were so excited. And they was going, oh, we're so excited. This is our, this is our second time. And I was going, what do you mean it's your second time? you what you've done this before, and there was like, mm. yeah. It says, what well, you're already a master. I went, yes. But we were so excited to do it again. I was thinking, why would you pay to why do? Why would something? you do it again? Yeah. But they were so sweet, and there was, and they were sat there. And I remember sitting there with in row and there was the tuning us with the symbols and, and that. Yeah. And I said, oh, what do you see? When you do, you know, how does it, what do you see? The lady said, oh, I see like wiggly worms. She says, and if they're very, very busy, I know that the person's going to do a lot with the Reiki. She says, but if they're sleepy, she says, I know they're not going to do that much with the Reiki. I and I felt so. like she was t- talking to me. And I thought she was looking at me thinking, mine is sleepy. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to do a lot with it. There, yeah. And and I did, and I and I thought she's talking about me. And i and I had no idea why because she wasn't looking at me, but I, I felt it was me. Now, whether that was my negative head. <laughs> but as it turns out, I haven't because I did try to do it and I got posters done and I got leaflets done. And I went yeah. around. I thought I'm going to do this, I'm going to make it, but my heart wasn't in it. Mm. And I had a few people and I thought, actually, it's not me. You know, I don't want to be in a room and do people. Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't bother. But, it, but yeah, so I've done it. But I, I'm like you. I don't want to have to do the symbols. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to think, like right, I must be in this place. And this is no respect, disrespect to people no, exactly. that do this. Do it. Exactly. And I know some yes. amazing people. For, but for me personally, it, it wasn't what I wanted to do which makes sense now because if I went to see a horse and started doing all this the owners would probably throw me out but they don't mind me talking to them I didn't <laughs> that, use <it>. I <laughs> so I didn't use they,
1: it they don't like that but the fact you talk to them is absolutely
0: fine <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so so it made sense and it was probably because it wasn't going to go that way but it, it did it you know it served its it purpose it whatever skill. that yeah. is and I don't know what that is but it doesn't matter to me I just felt the need. I needed to do it, and, yeah. and I did it. Yeah. So that was interesting when you were talking about that. I was thinking that was
1: that was like yeah, um, it's very similar because that that was my entry into the world of of you know energetic modalities, mm-hmm. and it was perfect for for me at the time. But it was as I became aware of myself and what it was that, just like you, you know, it was yeah. uh, no, this isn't what I'm looking for, and the search carried on and sort of led led me to the the other the other stuff because the other part of my work that we have the sessions which are what I call very free form so you know I'm just connecting with the energy and my intention is that the system I'm working with finds its way back to balance whatever however that might be because I don't know but the system does and then the other part of my work that I do is something I've called the awakening and this is a once in a lifetime. I was going to say treatment, but it isn't. Process. Um, so. process thank you. Great <laughs> completely dead then. Yes, process is a great word. And basically, this is much more structured because it is working on particular points and lines of the body, which a lot of which do correlate with acupuncture points and meridians. And the sort of idea behind this is about opening the system up even more to connect with the energy around it and it's you, you, you when you have a session there is an element of the the awakening in it and when you have the awakening there's an element of I shall call it the healing the balancing part you know, it's like a Venn diagram that you've got a bit in the middle that that crosses over both but the as i said the awakening is Carried out over two days, two sessions about 24 hours apart. It's you know, that's not it doesn't have to be that exact, but generally we I do it at the same time, two days running. It is just about working in particular places and it's the like at the activation, the awakening of these points and lines so that. The system I'm working with, and I only do it on people, my feeling is that the horses and dogs, they don't need it because they're awakened anyway. This is something almost we've lost and we need to regain. And so it reawakens everything. And then you find that ideas come to you, you realise what's important, you step into different places, you think, you know, different jobs, you get a lot more input, if you like. And I know it's been really transformational for some people. When I had what was the sort of equivalent of it before, it was a mad process because I'd been waiting to have this. I couldn't find a practitioner to have it for ages. And then when it did happen, it was like the universe again was going wham bam there you go. Now you know what that's about. It's like okay, <laughs> fine, thank you. But yeah, so so those are the two the sort of the two parts of the sessions which are free for mainly about balancing helping the system balance itself and then the awakening which is about just as the name suggests awakening the connection and the the work that i've sort of found now with Nassim haramain and, and others is we are all connected whatever there is no disconnect there's no edge of me and beginning of the chair Because we're just energy vibrating at a different level, at a different frequency, a different vibration. And his work, the the one part of his work that I really loved, is he says that there are these minute Planck oscillations in the field. And they're so, so, so tiny that we won't ever feel them. You know, they're far too small. And they're the sort of fundamental energy of the universe. And his analogy is that. If you think of a bath of water with the plug-in, everything is very still. It's random motion. All the water molecules are just moving everywhere, but it's 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 very still. You pull the plug out, as the water goes down the plug hole, the water becomes ordered, it becomes structured, it becomes a vortex. And that's his sort of analogy for what happens to form matter. Because we are an atom of our of our of us of anything, is 99.99999% space. There's nothing in it. There's no matter. It's vibrating energy. And so his theory behind what, how matter is formed from the universe, from the field that surrounds us and connects everything, is that gravitational forces, it bends it, and it, if you like, forms a vortex. So when you see any matter, it's the gravitational force that actually forms us. Now, I know it's far beyond my ability to explain it. I understand the and and in most of the explanations. But it it makes sense to me that in that you have a field where everything is connected. The matter is formed by the gravitational force. And I love that because it means that the energy and the information is coming from the field to create the matter, which is you and I and the horses and the tables and the trees and everything else. But then if you think of a vortex, there's an exit of the energy as well. And so everything we pick up in our lifetime, in our experience, is fed back into that energy of the universe and then goes back out into the universe. And they say that spirituality is science we've never understood. And if you think of a lot of the ancient texts and the ancient religions, they always talk about looking inside to find the answers. <laughs> this ties in beautifully because if you think you are made up of the universe, and Haramine goes on to explain how the mass of the universe can be contained within a proton. And this is where my brain really starts. You're looking at a holographic universe so that we contain the information of the universe, but we add into it all the time. And for me, that's the connection part, how I can work. There is no time distance that, you know, we're all here at the same moment. And my intention, my thought process to say, OK, I'm going to connect with with uh, Ronnie. That's all that's needed. It's mm-hmm. that intention. Yes. And then. The connection is there. And, I mean, Ronnie, in your work, you obviously, you know, do the same sort of thing in that you work distance. You know, you've done it for me. But there's no effort behind it, put it that way. It's almost when you allow, it occurs.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And because I don't question. I'm just checking because there's a few, I don't know if people's, somebody sent a message, but it flashed on. Oh. (laughs) To make sure so for anybody w- watching this you can message and and say if you want to ask a question to Kathy but I haven't so I've seen people on but there's nobody actually sending me so I'm, I hope this is going out okay but if not not because we repost it and you can you can watch it on catch-up. so again if anybody's watching this and they're struggling to participate by sending a message please don't worry. It might be that they come through afterwards. Sometimes it's a bit of a glitch. I haven't. I a message. Please don't worry. Oh, Oops, you missed it. it. <laughs> um, you don't need it. So, yeah. So I, I do apologise if people are trying to ask questions, but please ask a question after the after the live, and Cathy and myself will get back to you. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to touch on. because so you said we if we connect healing. I have a friend that does that, and she's mm-hmm. and she's done it. She's done it to me, but a similar to, to to what you said, the training. And she did that, but she actually does her own. She does sound therapy, and she channels sound. And again, she doesn't yeah. know. She's not in charge of it. It just comes through, and it's the vibration that comes through. So right. that's, that's two things that we having. Well, I know we have in common, <laughs> which is a, a which is. Yeah, amazing. And I was just trying to think how because we've only just we've only just got in touch with each other. I think it was, and I, I've been listening to I, I love Warwick's Shilla's oh. podcast, and I think I've ah somebody's just gone now. I I heard about you on there, but do you want to explain how we how we how we connected today? How we are here today after such a, about two weeks? Two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago? It'd be well, three weeks. Maybe three. Like, three, I, I two, think it might yeah, be. I, yeah. I mean, I had a period of
1: about a week where literally I was getting message after message of people saying, I don't know why I'm getting in touch with you, but I just felt, oh, hello, Celia. But yeah, so after this particular week, I think there were three people at least who literally said to me, I don't know why I'm particular, I just felt drawn to get in touch, you know, with me. Jordan to get in touch with you and every one of them you you know you being one Ronnie it was like oh my god this was so meant to happen and everyone that did that brought something magical into the mix so i just feel that that moment that time frame then i obviously was in a place where it was okay you need some more connections and and then you must have felt so tell me from your end because I know you sent me that first email
0: well it was so my mare too she's come through winter and I explained a little bit about her to you didn't I th- I think yeah I can't remember what I told you and I was she was str- she's been struggling to so she she had using the words so shivers and she has one leg that she 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 sort of lifts up all the time and she was struggling in about in the back end and she was struggling with this leg to the point that she couldn't actually lift it up with the farrier. so obviously she could walk off and once she'd almost you know take that uh, that step she could Mm -hmm. walk yeah um, yeah. and uh, I was I was just getting a bit a bit worried and it's always worse in winter anyway but and she just and she's coming she's 20 years old now so I think I can't remember what the dots were, but the, you was floating around it in my head. or top, and then I, I run an um, online group, and it's a meditation group, uh, a weekly, and we, we're just friends now, so we meet up. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies had posted a picture of her glasses that she she'd noticed, and she's very good at seeing signs and things. And I woke up in the morning because she's in the states. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I thought, "Oh, crack! It's too early to look at that. I'll, I'll have a quick look later." And I said, "Oh, it looks like diamonds, little diamonds." And there was like five little dots on a glasses, so tiny, but it was in a perfect line. And then when I looked later, I looked at him and I thought, "It looked like yin and yang." So I said, "Oh, I think it's yin. It looks like the yin and yang sign, and it's it's balance." it's balance, because i i you know we, we look for messages and whatever comes along yeah. we don't look for them but we acknowledge them so then i was looking at your website and i looked at the reviews and then as soon as the reviews came up there was these symbols in mm-hmm. between each review and i was like oh, that's the signs that's the <laughs> yin and yang signs and it was it was and there was five and there was five on these glasses and in yeah. our group there's five five of us in this group and we're we, yeah, that's another story. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm listening. And then I thought, right, I'm going to message you. And again, I, I don't think about what's coming. And I just typed out that message saying, I have lots to tell you. I have no idea what they are, but I, <laughs> but that's it. And then you got back like straight away, which was was like, okay. Um, and then you said, oh, we need to chat. So I said, I'm, I'm just going to see my horse. I'll chat on the way. So that's when I pulled over. But I yeah, knew as soon like, as we yeah. started talking, it was like, oh, this emotion. So I wasn't crying, but there was a oh, release. Yeah. yeah. And and you said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry, love. I get this all the time. And I thought, yeah, I know. So it's fine. I know what it means. And so I knew that we had to connect for whatever reason. And, and then you started talking about your horse. I can't remember if you started talking about yours. Oh, I can't, I can't remember now how, be, how it went. Teasel. And then I just passed on a message that came through. I know. just straight away. It was like, oh,
1: my goodness. Because I hadn't realised at all from your message that that's what you did. Mm. Because you had this, you know, that wasn't mentioned. You were talking about toots and everything and the fact that, you know, be great if we could get in contact sort of thing. So when yeah. you started doing that, it was just so prophetic because – that's exactly where I've been and wanting to make sure you know long story short she's had a few issues going on and it was about sending her to a rehab place locally which is absolutely perfect place for her and I just wanted to make sure you know that that was the right decision and I I my feeling inside me was yes it was but you know I doubt not all is it the right tease? Is it? Is this where we're meant to go? And then you come along going, okay, yeah, this is the right place to go. That's fine. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: so when you when you said, because there was one bit, it was the end bit to do with your work, wasn't it? And you said, mm. I can take all that. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Because obviously I've just looked at your website. I know you've been yeah. to the Warwick. And I, and I was thinking, oh, crikey. <laughs> you know yeah. cuz i i talk off i talk what you see is what you get i i i talk as it comes you know yeah you don't um, filter it no so and it doesn't matter who the person is because and i think that's why i don't i don't care about talking to strangers it doesn't bother me you know i'll i'll go hug a stranger obviously not at the minute <laughs> but
1: yes well, I'm a big yeah. other as well um yeah. so
0: so for me it's not a problem to say that but for somebody that you know they're thinking crikey so when you said that it was like oh but it yeah. was it wasn't that wasn't the reason that I contact you I didn't know what the reason was but you know it was toots was connection but it yeah but I I work I I do my best to so when I work intuitively, it's not like I work intuitively and then I, I go back to my life, you know, do my normal mm-hmm. bit, mm. the the human. My friend calls it <laughs> muggle work, which Love makes it. me laugh. She calls it I'm doing my muggle work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so I, my I use it through and even mundane stuff. I'm 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 listening to the feel. I'm listening to the quietness. I'm I'm really. Using it as much as possible without having to think about it, and now yeah. I find that, like, if you get an idea or, or something, happened, I'm thinking, well, okay, where's that going to go?" Whereas I don't even do that now. It's okay, I'm just going to do it. Like messages, if I get a message for somebody, I can be driving along quite often. I'm driving along, and the, the name will pop into my head. So if I if I've connected with an animal, they don't, you know, I don't have to be there, like you, like, no, like you. No, no. Yeah. But no, They're sort of almost in my 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 computer yes. hard drive. Yeah. and yeah either the person or the horse will come in i'll go okay but i'm driving so i'll I'll just sort of acknowledge it and then a second time if i'm doing something else it comes to me i'll go okay that's the second time i'll acknowledge it the third time i'll go okay i'm paying attention and if i'm driving i pull over yeah and my phone is amazing because it's quick and i go does this mean anything and I'll either get a phone call. Go, oh my god, yes, I was just doing yeah. that. Or, oh yes, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking this. Go right, and then I pass on the rest of the message. And I describe it as like trying to tune into a radio station. There's all these uh, these communications going around. We can't mm-hmm. see them. And and you're and if you're trying to communicate, you're going, okay, am I getting that right? And you're just fine tuning it. And then it's like, okay, I can hear that bit and then as soon as you as soon as you acknowledge it or the person acknowledges it yeah i get that bit the rest flows comes through yeah it comes through so yeah i i just so me messaging you i didn't question oh why would i want to message you i think I, <laughs> I think it doesn't matter cuz if you didn't reply then that you know if it's a doubt but yeah so i just that's what i do
1: no <laughs> well, i mean that's so similar to the way i work because i also say to people you know I, I've worked with toots now and they sometimes come into me you know i I'm just like you I'm driving yeah. along oh toots hello and I just I know that they're taking you know having energy from me I have a friend with a very old dog and we call it self-service because every night she appears to sort of go, oh, just have a bit of Cathy now. and then she starts running around the place and getting, so we go, oh, she's on self-service. That's fine, you know. And that's, so I totally understand what you're saying. And it's just with you, you know, you're getting the words and the communication. And for me, it's the connection with the energy to help what they need, you know, Mm. which I don't know, but they do. But Teasel, I have had, something similar I had her back in it's nearly six years since I've had her coming up very soon now in the next week or so and so I had her in the April and it was August 15th of August and for some I can't even remember why I did it but I took a notebook I've got this beautiful leather-bound notebook which is Teasel's book and all her training notes went in and everything. You know, when I was doing Warwick stuff and everything, it was all in there, session one, session two, whatever. And I took it down to the barn. And it might have been, I had it in the barn because of that. I can't remember. And she, there was a big lambing shed it was in. So she had a huge pen. And I just sat there and I wrote something like six pages writing, which I didn't know what I was writing. When I read it back, it was like time is but a human construct and you can change forward and back. And I had what? This is, you know, where on earth did this come from? And I still ponder on that, that whether being, because this has happened many, many times since, and I've actually been in the kitchen peeling potatoes and I've had to put everything down and take a book down and go and sit with her because there's the draw has been so strong. And I don't know whether it's being in her energy that allows me to find this information or whether she is actually going, okay, mother, sit pen I'm just about to tell you something now get this right you know because I'm sure she's looking over my shoulder have you got it right because she does lick and chew this is really the weird stuff is that sometimes I'm writing and I'm sort of sitting there and I look at her and she'll lick and chew as much as say, yeah yeah yeah, you got that bit right and so I don't know I mean I'm open to anything now but there there is some sort of you know connection
0: goes Mm -hmm. on but it doesn't really I don't, really, think, it I don't think it really matters it oh no is, but it's is my it, brain trying to work it out to work that? it out <laughs> is it from there yeah because quite often when I'm when I'm talking um to clients other things will come through and um, if it's meant to come through then I'll I pass it on it's you know it's it's more relevant to the person but it comes via the horse and so and they were Sometimes they will listen if it comes via the horse. If if it was Uncle Albert that passed away, you know, ten years ago, yeah. <laughs> they might not listen to him, but it comes it's it's more about the message than where it's from. Yeah. For me for me, it's more that the message, because that message holds an energy form and it's and it's that that, that goes to where it's needed and mm. allows what needs to happen to happen. Yay, that's so cool. So how long have you been doing this? I think I started about, I don't know, about 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, that's when I, I I used to belong to a, um, a group that was, we did meditations and and, and I have to laugh because whenever I've joined things like that, I, I'm I'm a bit lazy. I don't want to meditate. I just want to go from A to Z. I don't want to go through all the middle bits. Oh, that sounds so familiar. And I and I be saying, oh, I don't want. Well, I don't want to meditate. You know, because you've got it again. It's structured. Anything structured, it's not, yeah, it's not good. But but I loved it because we used to meet like-minded people, and I went for the tea and cakes because I love cake. <laughs> So I went for the tea and cakes and anything else was a bonus. Uh, yeah. and I met some lovely people, but yes, yeah, so we used to have fun doing cards or, you know, candles, flower readings, whatever. Mm. But again, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's not, it's not, that's not where the information is coming from. It's your channeling yeah. it, but it's yeah. a focal point. It's, it's something yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so people are more comfortable if you've got something, if if you're saying it, it sounds a bit more scary sometimes. So I remember that I thought I was thinking, right, I need to, I, I don't think, I think I've got as much as I, as, I, as I'm going to get where I'm going. But I think for what I want to do, I'm going to have to just go out on my own and just practice. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I just used to go sit with, in a field with a book and a pen and write down whatever came into my head and i would be sort of just looking around and if my eye was drawn to a horse i would write down the color of the horse and what came through so i didn't know if it was from that horse but that's my 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 eyes were drawing me somewhere yeah and nine out of 10 times it was relevant to to whoever i was looking at but i'll tell you a little funny story i was it was one evening, we was doing a meditation. We was, we was all getting ready to sit down. We was all having our cup of tea. And the lady said, oh, you know, let's get, let's get ready to start our meditation. And I was going, oh, I keep getting, I keep getting flowers, the word flowers or something. Or uh, uh, oh, I was getting a flower or something. She's oh, it's, always, it's, we're going to do flower readings, lady. That's what it is. And I went, no, I don't think it's that. Mm. But uh, anyway, so we sat down and we was chatting. And it was like orchid. Okay, so I was looking around thinking, is there an orchid in the room? And I couldn't see anything. And I said, Does orchid mean anything to anybody? And she was like, No, no. And they always carried on chatting. I'll condense this story. And the word orchid came again. I was thinking, okay, orchid. I acknowledge that. And then the word desert came. I was thinking, okay, desert. Okay. <laughs> I acknowledge that. And I was going, desert, orchid. Desert orchid. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Desert orchid, and I was thinking, desert orchid. That's a horse, and then this this vision of a white this this horse come flying past me. I was like, oh my god, it's desert orchid? And now the teacher was going, no, no, it's it's not. It's the flowers. I was going, no, 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 no. No, This is desert orchid. This is desert orchid, and it was like, wow. And anyway, we, we carried on we did, we had the evening. I went home and Googled Desert Orchid yeah. and it, it happened to be the night we had this was the night he won, won his, was it was at the Grand National yes.
1: or whatever it was. Yes. It was, yeah. it was
0: a night yeah. he won. Oh, um, good so it was it was a centenary, but it was, but it, for me, it was a sign to say, yes, that's what you need to do. You yes. need to go out and practice. Yes. And it was like, I was so excited. And then I, I but I met him quite a few years ago because he's he's smaller than you think. Oh right, yeah. Actually, that's just come to me. That's just come to me. But yeah, so that was a it was a funny story because I was going, Orchid, desert. I say orchid. And it was yeah. like, for God's sake, are you gonna get this old wall? <laughs> how much like, clearer do I have to be? Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah, she's got it. <laughs> but so that, that's, that's where yeah. it started. And that's where you but
1: that is such a I so understand that. Where there's something you cannot deny, you know, and it is like they're slapping you around the face, going <laughs> desert, yeah. orchid, white yeah. horse, you know, and, and I so understand that that the
0: you know that's but where I, you. I, I couldn't say, if I didn't believe that myself, if I didn't right. feel that's the word feel, though, because I my tutor would have would say no no you know you're mistaken it's this going. No, I'm not mistaken. It's this. For me, Um, this is what this is. And you have to be, I'm not sure forthright is the right word. You have to to trust, but yeah. Execute what you you believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are the only teacher. When I say you, the universe is the the energy that's flowing through you. And it's in you, in your head, that so you can't you can ask for help or guidance and I have somebody that I go to if I have some, I, for confirmation if mm. I've got a difficult one I go I I need confirmation I know this but I just so I never tell her anything yeah and she gives me information so I, I definitely know but you have to believe what's here and it's not about being right or wrong it's just giving what you have with com- passion empathy non-judgmental with as much clarity as you possibly can and no more and no less you don't dress it up you don't disguise it you don't put it into a little box and you don't add to it you just give it as it is Um, yeah and hopefully that's what I do well my experience
1: has been such anyway (laughs) because you know the second that other message where she was talking about the work and her time away and it's about you settling in and I mean everything just made complete sense, oh, I'm glad. complete sense because I'm glad. It, it was, you know, and that was the sort of message that I'd expect from her as well in that, you know, it wasn't, oh, my left foot's a bit sore and I think I need my green rug on, which, you know, could be a message as such but no she tends to go to the esoteric now now we'll just sit back and look at the energetic modalities that we got here and blah 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 (laughs) whatever yeah because I look on her as my teacher in the sense that midnight was the one that made me do stuff because she just went unless you do it right we're not getting there and that's how I ended up at that clinic because I was looking for another way Mm. and that's you know when the magic happened but with Teasel, she's much more, okay, I'm here, I'm going to teach you. And it's a much more gentle energy, a sort of a benevolent teacher. Quite a, you know, she has to have quite a lot of patience, one should say. It's like, no, she still hasn't got it. Fair enough, we'll try it a different way. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just fascinated why horses in particular are such teachers especially at the moment and I mean I know it's you know what do they say that when you when someone brings an image into your head you know like look for a blue car that's every other car's blue because you're looking for it and I do think with a lot of the horse training out there now maybe it's because we're looking for those energy energetic teachers you know like Warwick and Leslie Desmond, and Susan Fay, and all of these who are bringing forward a different way of being with horses. But I'm just fascinated because horses are that spiritual being. And like you said, that if you gave a message that when you give a message through a horse, people listen. And I know Warwick says it as well, that because people are trying to help their horse, they'll go that extra mile. And they've said, you know, said out loud, I wouldn't do this if it was just for my family, but because Mm. it's for my horse, and they'll go and match sets, and they'll go and stand and listen, you know, like you said, and get connected, and then that follows on, and that changes them in their the rest of their life as well. And I just I think it's marvelous and amazing and quite interesting that the horse Mm. is the catalyst.
0: And I think they're quite. So when you when you're observing horses, when you're around horses, you 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 start to observe yourself. You obviously everybody, most people know you can't go to if you go to a horse with lots of high energy, then it's like mm. whoa. Unless they're really so used to it, and it's just you know like the riders go ponies and you get excited kids. That's different. They're like yeah. so you you have to be accountable for how how you're going to be, how your energy is, and. And it can change. And, w- and when you realize it, the more you play around with it, the, the more you you see it within yourself. You can see the changes within your horses. But when you're in human mode, I call. So when I'm doing my, when I'm in human mode, it's just like, oh, she's in human mode. She's not going to listen to me today. <laughs> so she gives me a shift <laughs> and she'll do things at her pace and she'll will. So that was interesting when you said about you don't claim to be, you go in and heal. It's up to the individual I can't remember how you phrase it now but yeah it's up to the yeah, system to move it's itself to the system. I have um, a friend who helped me very much get over an obstacle to get back on my want to say get back on my horse uh, mm. she's 20 I've had her since she's four and I can count on two hands how many times I've been sat on but it wasn't to do with riding it was to do with my own blocks but she's an animal communicator as well so which mm. is, is quite sweet and she's always said to me don't go, well, if you're doing energy with twos, don't send it to now, send it back to a past, send it to her when she was a foal. So I was telling her about your your philosophy on how you work. And I says, it makes sense, Amanda, because she goes past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I says, but it make, that makes sense to me because you were saying to me years ago, you know, go back, don't just, don't just go to the now, go back. So she was using a different phrase, but she was probably getting the same information yeah. yeah that it's not it's not that that you you're finding the the source it's sorry the the reason that, the cause the reason so yeah because yeah. what we deal with is the symptom everything we deal with the yeah. symptom and sometimes you know it's okay but it doesn't always have longevity and it's not about so when I get in touch with you it's not about saying to you I want you to cure my horse. I want you know because yeah there was a time when I desperately wanted to fix her and she told me that I have to let that go because that was (laughs) the pressure and the energy that was creating was having the wrong effect with her and whenever I I catch myself creeping back up to that level again which is I don't by any means but I you know you're aware yeah I'm not sure what's going on I am but you know I have to take a step back and look at her as a as an outsider sort of but it's difficult because she's your own. So it is, it is yeah. different. It is different. Yeah. But you can you can do it, you but it's not. Yeah, it is different. It is no, I,
1: I totally agree. Because with Tisa where she's at now, you know, there's obviously been some long standing stuff going on. And I've written her plenty. But you know, I've got to that point point. I know she's not 100 percent right. And that what was interesting was after I listened to Leslie Desmonds, who, you know, I'm blessed. She's a very good friend of mine. And she was talking to Warwick on his podcast. And there was something she said there where, oh, that, you know, it was typical. I'm walking in the morning with the dog and it always is then that I get insight. And it was suddenly I could see the situation with Teasel as an outsider looking in rather than being inside the equation, which, you know, is it's much more difficult to see a clear picture when you're part of the, I'm going to say problem, but you're part of the situation. Mm. And the message that came straight away was that Teasel is saying the answer is going to be found, that it's going to be there. And, and indeed, that's what happened. We, you know, trimmer came, different trim on the feet. Everything was like, oh, my goodness. And you could see Teasel going, yay. That's it. Well done. That's right. Yeah, that was a really big one, actually. And the energy I feel within me when I get that insight is quite strong. It's like, whoa.
0: oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, I get it now. It's like so, a light bulb moment, but you just, yeah, you just feel it. Yeah, so it. yeah. It's not just your, your brain recognizing it, you just like goosebumps. and Yes. Yeah. Your whole system sort of goes, whoa it's it's got it so yeah that's really cool but
1: but it it is interesting because years ago I did oh just for the hell of it because I'll try anything once I mean anything and there was a psychic training course somebody I knew was doing it and I went on it and I total skeptic not about whether psychic stuff happens but whether I could do it it was like, yeah, right, okay. We did the whole day work and we did we did some meditation and we did different exercises. And the last bit was where you, I, I think you probably, I can't remember if I was blindfolded, but I think I probably sat facing and they f- sat someone behind me who they knew did not know me. And I was to do a reading on that person. And I can remember clearly I sat there and there was like a little house, a little whitewashed cottage and it was like that's grandmother's cottage, and no, I, you know, my brain was going, yeah, really, really, yeah, little house in the wood, yeah, really. And then it turned into something about glasses that we wear, and changing job and two people. I mean, th- that was the bare bones of what I picked up. And I turned around and it was a young girl, and I described what I said. She went, yeah, that my grandmother does actually live in a little cottage in the village. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> right, fair enough. And then it turned out. That she and her friend were working together and they'd both were moving to an optician's, changing jobs. And I mean, that was the moment I went, oh shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't understand now. <laughs> I was so, yeah, right, whatever. So I just think all of that information is out there. It's yeah. in the field. And it it's whether we connect. You know, and, and everybody has that different vibrational rate, that different connection. And that yeah. becomes their, you know, 40.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think I said, to, I, I can't remember the exact um, scenario, but I was explaining to somebody that if you, so messages are going around because like you said, there's no such thing as time. Mm-hmm. So the energy, the messages are going around, and it's like, oh, Bonnie's there. Let's just let's try and get through her. Okay, yeah. so and I, I go, okay, something's coming through. A message comes through, so I have to be able to pass that message on to whoever that is. So whether it's visually, uh, in person, or through telephone, or through through the internet, or whatever. So there's no I, there's no point in, in somebody in Australia wanting a message if I don't know them or I don't know somebody yeah. that knows yeah. them. However, that does happen because you can be talking to somebody who knows somebody else who knows somebody else. And the link will come in that way. So as long as the link, the flow can get to where it needs to go to. Yes. Yeah. You, so you the will message pick, can yeah. get there. You'll pick it, it up. Will, it will <gasps> get there. That's so um, cool. Yeah. I was gonna say something else, but it's totally gone now. But um, anyway, Cathy, <laughs> I know you've had an early morning and a long oh, day. So I know I'm totally enjoying myself. <laughs> okay. So do you want to say what what's coming up in your work? What what exciting things oh, have you got? Yeah, done? well there's yes, there's there's quite a lot. I'm gonna be
1: starting doing I hope this year, I hope, a course to teach what I do. Now, for a long time, I have denied that in the sense that how can I teach anyone to be me, you know, in the sense that I know what I'm doing now is me. But it's beyond that because everybody is extraordinary. Everybody is unique. And I think, like you're saying, that the people, y- you find your path. So I think my job is to offer up what I do in certain sections, you know, the connection, the energy, the int- the intention, all of the different parts of it. And then if it's appropriate, people will find me that it's mm. and they can become, become who they are using those things. So it's not about teaching a modality as such. It's just about offering tools.
0: I've just been told tools, to say to you it's coming full circle. Oh, right. What happened to you is coming full circle. So you'll oh. be doing the same now you've just made my hackles go up thank you very much You're um, welcome. <laughs> yeah so
1: so that's sort of a major part and I've really got to put my nose to the grindstone to actually sit and you know write the stuff and there's a lot of information coming through you know I get ideas every day and oh gosh yeah there's that bit that I can do and that bit so I definitely think I'm on the right path like that. So, so yes, I mean, I'm out there. I'm hoping that when all of the pandemic stuff goes that I could actually go out and do some talks in person around the country, then maybe do some sessions while I'm there, you know, with people. I'm also thinking about, and I've done this, of actually working with somebody while they're riding their horse. Mm. And I've actually seen, I did it up in London a few years ago, The Lady Felt the Difference. So that's sort of come back to me. I I mean, the thing with the work is much like you're saying that you can be working and all of these different messages are coming through because you're open and you're aware. When I work distance in particular, well, no, it doesn't make any odds, but sort of with one horse in the barn, we do call it buy one, get six free. Or I do because you can because you're working in the field. The others are going, oh, that's rather nice. (laughs) And I've seen sort of a whole row of of horses just go, (laughs) which is really cool. So that's where I like. I think I'm working with somebody pretty soon where I'm going to be constant or sort of my intention will be on one of the horses, but the other horse and the person are going to be there. And and I love that as well because. So often there is a group dynamic that when you work in that way, there's a lot of balancing goes on dynamically as well as yes. individually. Yes, yeah, so ebooks, I hope I'm going to be doing the course, visits.
0: Yeah. It's all out there waiting for me. I've just got to get my backside yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. So they just saying to me now that don't obviously you've got to put something into context for people to, to be drawn to. But you'll know this anyway. But not to worry about the details because you know that that'll be taken care of. The 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 bits on paper, the saying is important for for drawing the people. Yeah. But the rest will will okay. So I'm getting told to say, don't just look at one module. I'm be getting two, three, two, three modules. Something to do with combining two or three. So just 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 see what that what what happens with that what where that takes you or
1: yeah yeah that and again that actually makes sense because my my idea being it's almost going to be mix and match mm. so so there'll be a course but anyway I mean that's minor detail but yeah thank you for that thank you yeah, thank you're welcome
0: you're welcome <laughs> if it doesn't mean anything just that's
1: fine if it does that's great yeah no but it's always, I always think they you know something like that there's that. There's something there, you know, it wouldn't get said otherwise.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for tonight, it's oh, been really interesting. I you hope so you much. get some good feedback from this. And really grateful for the opportunity. And yeah, you know,
1: this work is my passion, it's my joy, it is my dharma. I've been reading about dharma, and it's definitely <laughs> my dharma. And I, you know, thank you so much for inviting me, it's <laughs> been a joy.
0: Oh bless you. No, you're welcome. It's just it's just like two weeks ago, three yeah, three weeks ago. No, no. Here we, here here we are. are chatting away. But yeah, I just I love it synchronicities. Um, yes. there's no such thing as coincidence in no. there is and what seems like time time frame, what seems like months or years to progress in somewhere in actual reality is like done. Yeah. <laughs> Thought done that's it Um, yeah yeah so I just find it fascinating and and the more you learn and and like you said there's lots of people doing um similar thing and it they'll just have their own own way of working own niche on it own way of describing it but it all goes back down to the to the to the source or whatever you want to call it but Mm. Thank you so much, Kathy. I hope you get a My good night's absolute sleep. Pleasure. I will. <laughs> Those I'm lovely sure lambs will. <laughs> <cheap> in the <laughs> bedroom. <background>. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. We've been an oh, uh, absolute pleasure, and I will. Uh, you, I'll share like this pleasure. video with you, so you Brilliant. can do what do do whatever you like with it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm getting tired because <laughs> <and> I'm <laughs> I'm hungry. My tummy was full of so I'm surprised you didn't hear. <laughs> No,
1: hear no you heard my lambs, but I didn't hear that. So oh, me, you're thank God right. for
0: that. I'm like, right. oh my goodness. So we'll chat soon. Wonderful. Um, I'm just going to take you out and say goodbye. So if you hang on a second, so I'm just yeah. going to put you in the in the room and just say thank goodbye. you. <laughs> so thank you again to Kathy and thank you for everybody that popped on and said hello. I hope that um, you've enjoyed this. You can contact Kathy through her website. I think I've put the link on. If you have any messages, once again, you can contact Kathy or myself on here or directly Cathy's website. Thank you very much. And thank you for, for joining. Bye for now. You've been listening to Ronnie King at Equine Voices. Thank you for listening and speak to you soon.